This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. Hey everyone, Tim McMaster here with Bill Chastain, our MLB.com Rays reporter. Bill, the games are being played, not just uh, PFPs with the pitchers or or batting practice in the cage, but we have real live Grapefruit League baseball. Uh, And the Rays, as we record this, off to a pretty good start as they win three of their first four games. Not that any of that matters as far as the big picture, but... Um, some guys have gotten out there and made their first starts. We'll talk about that. Uh, guys coming back from injury, we'll get into that as well. And some props to the Rays farm system, which has made it into the Pipeline.com top 10 farm system. So we'll touch on all of that. Let's start with the on-the-field stuff, Bill. And um, when you talk about starting pitchers, Chris Archer has gotten out there. A couple of innings over the weekend uh, hit. A walk, no runs. He struck out a batter. Blake Snell made his first start of the spring on Monday. A couple of uh, innings pitched. He got hit a little bit, but none of that really matters in that first outing, I know. Let's start with Archer. How did he feel about his first time out on the mound this spring? Well, he looked a little, little bit ahead of everyone, and, and he should be because he's getting ready to go to the uh, World Baseball Classic. So I think he's a half a tick above everyone else. And you know, right now spring training is going a little, at a little bit of a slower pace because they do have the extra time for the World Baseball Classic. But uh, he looked sharp. I mean, he he got it up to 95, 96 the other day. How about Snell? Um, obviously, he gave up the hits, but I know pitchers at this time of year, especially the first time out, it's more about the pitches than what the hitters do with them. Well, you know, Kevin Cash said one of the things that he's got to get down, and, and this is with a lot of pitchers, is you know just to, to improve his control. And he was struggling a little bit finding the strike zone uh, there in the first inning, but then it kind of clicked in, and he said, you know, something kind of clicked in with him, and, and, you know, strikes were, you know, all he was throwing. So, you know, hopefully he's learning some about, you know, what it takes to, you know, repeat his delivery, and then he could have, uh, you know, enjoy better success throwing strikes. As we record uh, this podcast, actually, Alex Cobb is making his first start of the year. Obviously, came back late last year from the Tommy John surgery. Um, but he's in a mode right now where it's a regular spring training for him, correct? Yes, and that's very refreshing for him. I mean, even if even if others on the team don't think somebody is treat somebody like they're rehabbing, the guys who are rehabbing always kind of feel like outsiders. So it feels good to be included and uh, you know, just be working on, you know, getting ready for the season instead of trying to, you know, rehab an injury to where he could play again. And then Steven Souza, as we move over to the hitting side of things, I guess he's going to make his first start on Wednesday. Obviously, he had the surgery late last year uh, on the hip in September, missed the end of the year. Um, it's been a, a long road back, I guess. Um, how excited is he? I know you have a feature on on the website right now. How excited is he to get back out there playing baseball again? He's really excited, and I think he feels good about his decision to have the hip surgery at the end of the year last year. He was actually really torn because he was really hitting the ball well when 
he decided to end this season, but his thinking was he'd rather get it over with and not have the thing linger going into this season, you know, and they were out of it by the time he had it last year. So he's very encouraged. He feels good. You know, he had prior to the surgery, he was, you know, in pain away from the field and, and then he never really knew when it would bite him on the field. So very, very optimistic and uh, feeling really good about, you know, the effects of the surgery. And then Tim Beckham is a guy who obviously comes into this spring looking to um, get one of those utility roles. He can be a guy who can play around that infield. And what a start he's off to. His first two games, Bill, three for four, a triple, a couple of doubles. He walked, scored a couple of runs. I know sometimes they say the pitchers are ahead of the hitters at this point in the spring, but how much effort has Beckham put in to, to be locked in, it seems like, right out of the gate? Well, it's funny you bring him up because I went to the back part of the press box here, and I'm told he just hit a home run. So, <laughs> um, But, I, you know, I think it's a good idea. I mean, he's competing to be on this team, and, um, you know, Franklin's in that thing, and so is Daniel Robertson. And, you know, you don't, really don't know how many – jobs are going to be open. I mean, Ricky Weeks looks like he's going to be a part of the team, and he's playing well. So I think it's a good thing he showed up ready to hit. Yeah, and that's going to be an interesting competition throughout the spring. How about Ricky Weeks? Because I was down there for photo day for the Rays, and you, and you see him come through, and this is a guy, obviously, that was once a, a top prospect type guy, and a guy that was a great young player with the Brewers, and then his career just kind of got off track a little bit, and it was interesting seeing him down in Port Charlotte with the Rays, um, what is what are the prospects for him making this club and, and being a part of it? I think they're good. I mean, I, I think they're looking at him as a, a right-handed first base complement to Logan Morrison. And, um, you know, he's never played first base before, but he's uh, worked at it, and he's, he's looked pretty good there so far. He, too, you know, he's hit a home run and, and hit the ball pretty hard, uh, and he's a really impressive guy in the clubhouse. Yeah, he's been around and he's done that. A veteran guy, obviously. Um, I mentioned the farm system, and this week, uh, starting today, Tuesday, and then going through Friday, MLBPipeline.com is unveiling its top 10 farm systems around baseball. Uh, and they started today with numbers 10 and 9, and the Rays check in at number 10. And it's a, it's a place, Bill, as far as the top 10 goes, that the Rays used to kind of always be in. Um, and that's how they have put together this successful run that they've had year in and year out. But they dropped out the last couple of years. There wasn't as much depth and high-end talent in that system. Um, and now it's kind of getting stocked up again. Did you expect the Rays to, to be considered in that upper tier of systems from what you've heard around the system? Yeah, I kind of did because basically, you know, some of the trades they've made the last couple of years, they've, you know, it's been – a high, um, you know, a high, uh, highly thought of player for prospect. Uh, I'll give you a good example. Uh, Jer uh, Jeremy Hellickson, you know, he went to uh, uh, the Diamondbacks and they got uh, Justin uh, Williams, who's a really good looking uh, uh, prospect. And they, and they got a, a shortstop. I'm trying to, his name escapes me at the moment, but I've seen him play. I know they call him Squid, but his name escapes me right now. And, and he's pretty slick fielder. But, you know, deals like that, and pretty soon, you know, you, you've kind of restocked. And in the past, it's been, they've struggled, you know, getting position players. But, you know, this time it's pitchers, and it looks like they've got some position players in there as well. That wasn't Adames that came in that deal, right? Adames was in the price deal? I'm trying yes, to remember uh -huh. back. Yeah, okay. So a couple of guys on that list when you talk about the Rays' top 15 prospects. Um, Jamie Schultz is a guy who's just about ready to, to be a contributor at the major league level. Um, and I guess the question, Bill, is, what is he going to be? Is he going to be a starter or a reliever? Because he's a guy who can pile up the strikeouts. I think 11.2 Ks 
per nine the last two seasons. Where do you expect him to end up? I expect him to end up being a reliever, but, yeah. you know, there's really no reason to hurry him out. You know, generally the way they do these things, they'll stretch a guy out to be a starter, and, you know, it's a lot easier to, to make him, you know, shorten it up and become a reliever. I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, if they needed relief help during the season, if they brought him in and threw him in there in middle relief, and, and who knows, maybe revisit him being a starter later. But uh, just the way he looks body-wise and the way he can, you know, get that fastball up there, I, I think he'd be a great guy out of the bullpen. Yeah, 27 starts last year, um, obviously starts, but when you look at the numbers, they scream back into the bullpen, 163 strikeouts in 130 and two-thirds innings. So he definitely has that. Um, punch-out capabilities as far as late-inning stuff. The guy who maybe put the Rays over the top as far as finding their way into the top 10 systems is maybe Jose DeLeon because obviously they made that trade late in the offseason and he becomes the team's number three prospect. And he's a guy that it's more about eventually being a starter at some point. The question is when. How has his spring gotten off to? Kind of a well, start. he hasn't. Uh, he'll, he'll make his first start on Thursday, I believe. So I hadn't really seen him do anything but throw bullpens. Um, you know, I like the way he looks. Uh, he looks like a starter. You know, he's got the big lower half and kind of the loose upper half. Uh, he's a nice kid, you know, and everything you read about him says he is a good kid. I haven't seen him pitch competitively yet, though, so it's kind of hard to say. Yeah, I got a chance to talk to him when he was down at the Rays, and he really is a super kid, and he just was so enthusiastic uh, to be there as part of the Rays. Obviously, he's with the Dodgers a year ago. All right, one last thing to end on here, Bill, and we're we're talking to all our beat writers here at MLB.com about this because you're kind of starting the journey again. Every year you guys hit the road for obviously long stretches of time. When the teams travel, you're on the road with them. Uh, so some stories from the road is what we're looking for. Uh, in all your time covering the Rays, Bill, going back, do you uh, have one or two real gem stories that, that you like to tell? Or maybe well, you don't no like to I tell, like, but uh, we can pull like, them out of you. When I stay, when I stay in Toronto uh, covering the, when the team's playing in Toronto, I stay a lot of times at the hotel uh, at the, you know, at Sky Dome. And, or actually, it's Rogers Center now. I call it Sky Dome. But uh, back in the day when I used to run a lot, uh, now I'm a walker, but, you know, and uh, I get up in the morning, and the night before, um, Roy Halliday and Matt Garza had both pitched like nine innings. In fact, I think Halliday pitched 10 and lost. And I'd always heard about his, you know, work ethic and, and whatnot. And here I am, I'm up running it. You know, I, I keep farmer's hours. I always have, but I'm up running. It's like seven in the morning. And uh, I'm, I'm on my way back to, you know, my room. I'm going to go eat some breakfast. And um, here it is, you know, the next day following the guy throwing 10 innings, and I see Holiday just storming down this hill. And, uh, you know, I, that left me pretty impressed. I mean, you know, he was the best at the time, and, and there was a reason why he was the best. And that hotel, obviously, is the, the one that looks out on the field as well. Did you ever just do your work from the hotel, Bill, instead of bothering to go to the press box? You know, maybe if I'd had a room that looked out on the field, but I, you know, uh, my pay grade, I never get those rooms. Yeah, when the team's home, uh, those rooms tend to go for a little bit more. That That is for sure. All right, Bill, great stuff and great story from the road, and, and all you guys have that kind of thing. It's a, it's fun to uh, kind of look back on some of the things that have happened over the years. All right, that's going to do it for this edition of MLB.com Extras. It's been our Rays edition. For Bill Chastain, I'm Tim McMaster. Tune in again next time. 
MLB.TV Premium, the number one live streaming sports service, is celebrating 13 years. Watch every out-of-market regular season game live or on demand in true HD. Real-time highlights, live look-ins, pitch tracking widget, and more. MLB.TV Premium includes a free At-Bat 15 subscription. Watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Watch at home, in the office, or on the go every night on every device. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.TV for details.